There was a question in my Bible study today about what cruelty or evil in the world particularly bothers you. I started a quick list, anxious to get on to the next question, but my list kept on and on. Human trafficking, abortion, child abuse, slavery, rape, incest, murder, pornography, greed, animal cruelty, adultery, my list could keep going. And all of these things should make me angry. They go against God's call for our lives. They're, they are a consequence of a broken world. Often one leads to another and causes generations of sin and pain. And in both Genesis 34 and John 18, 1 through 16, we see God's people angry about injustice. But instead of trusting God, they turn to their own solution and act violently and without asking God what he would have them do. In John 18, Judas brings a detachment of soldiers and officials and chief priests and probably some onlookers that didn't really have to be there. The wording lends itself to approximate from 300 to 600 men. Now, if you see Jesus only as a preacher or even one with many followers who were mostly poor, insignificant, downtrodden Jews, then 300 men is way overkill for the middle of the night. But if you believe he is the son of God, the creator of the universe, then 600 men are not nearly enough. I love that part when the men say they're looking for Jesus of Nazareth and God reveals himself and his power just a little bit as Jesus declares, I am, and they are all flattened to the ground. Then after seeing these men slowly pick themselves up and go to arrest Jesus again, Peter attacks and slices a guy's ear off. I would love to ask Peter, did you not think the Lord could handle himself? Did you not just see him flatten everyone with a few words? Don't you think that God is fully capable of defending himself and protecting his promise? But I'm pretty sure that Peter would look right back at me, raise an eyebrow and say, don't you? Peter looked at the situation and felt responsible, like somehow he had to act or nothing would get accomplished and that justice would not happen. He was right about the justice part. It wouldn't happen, but in a different way than Peter expected. Christ was unjustly crucified, and he unjustly paid the penalty for Peter's sins. That was a rough night for Peter. He would still deny Christ, just like he swore he would never do, and he would lose his best friend and Messiah and not be able to do a darn thing about it. But that wouldn't be the end of the story, as we all know. Even with the bad things that were out of his control and he confronted in all the wrong ways, God was using this situation to mold Peter into the leader of the church and complete his promised plan of salvation. So on the one hand, what would it have looked like if Peter had done the right thing? How amazing of an example would it have been to have shown his faith in the Savior of the world? On the other hand, it didn't stop God's plan from happening in the exact way that it was supposed to. And the evil that happens around us is terrible. And God does call us to act, but not without going to him first. But he also knows we're going to mess up and get ourselves into messes. But whether we fail or whether we prevail, God's will will happen just like he planned. And you, like Peter, are being shaped into the person that God is calling you to be. So be angry about the evil and injustice in the world. But let's go to God together and ask his guidance on how we should approach the situation. And when we fail, because we will fail, let us be quick to repent and turn back to God, because that's really what he desires for us to look to him as our savior and not ourselves. Let's pray. Father, we ask that the evil in the world would end. We ask for the protection of the helpless, and we pray that your glory be known in all the earth. Amen.